Welcome to We Can Do It! Alright y'all, here is the Warrior and the Waif episode. Okay, so the Warrior Waif concept is something that I came up with pretty much when my baby sister came to live with me and it was just my way of explaining like the difference between who you want to be and 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 making a choice to either be a powerful force of change in your own life or being a victim. So the warrior fights for what they want and who they want to be and the change that they want to see in their world and the waif lays on the floor and dies. <laughs> That's just kind of on the most basic level how you separate it. And uh, this is going to be episode two of my kind of life skills series that I'm doing. And the next one I'm really excited about too, it's going to be the do the thing concept and we're going to get into all that good stuff and talk about frog and toad and all those things. But for now, I'm going to focus on kind of a little bit of how you become the person who can do the thing. And uh, I've always been a pretty, I mean, a pretty driven person in a lot of senses. I've always been very passion driven and very like let's go, whatever, but I wasn't always a very disciplined person. I wasn't always a good at having control in my own life or having um, any idea that I could be in control of my own life. And I, at one point, was very much the victim in the sense that I felt very much powerless to change my life. And a really good example of that was when I went to ministry school. So I went to ministry school when I was 20. I didn't get ordained or anything. It wasn't really that kind of thing. And I won't go into the long story of what I learned or anything like that. But uh, suffice it to say, I graduated from the first year program at the school that I went to and then got accepted into the second year program. And I had a plan to go all the way up to be an intern in um, kind of counseling and inner healing and stuff like that and um, had a real focus on that. And uh, basically, I came home from the summer and didn't go back. Yeah. I... I was a ministry school dropout um, and I had every intention of going back when I came home for the summer and the series of epic disasters and fiascos that ensued included the, the Bastrop Forest Fire. Like that was the time, it was 2011, that's when this all happened. Anyways, so instead of going back to school, I laid on the floor in my not child, teenagehood bedroom for three months and cried. <laughs> and terribly enough, my parents had removed the carpet in that room because they were doing a remodel on the floor. And I literally laid on a cement floor um, on an air mattress because I had sold all my stuff when I was going to school because I was going to go back. I wasn't going to, you know. Uh, yeah. So not my proudest moment and uh, definitely me wallowing in the wave. <laughs> I I didn't even know how to fight or get up or try. I just laid there and cried and blamed everyone. Everyone. It was everyone else's fault. It was not my fault. I had done nothing wrong. <laughs> that led to a series of other things. I opened a coffee pl a little coffee kiosk and it again had a series of fiascos and shut down and that was another thing that I went and laid on the floor and cried about and there was about a year of my life where in between these things I would just just stew in my failure just 
piling mountains and mountains of shame and guilt and failure on myself and just laid there incapacitated and was a victim fully believed that I was a victim fully believed that I had no part in it fully believed in my deepest 21 year old heart and let me tell you like there's a there's a special sting to being not just a college dropout but a ministry school dropout and there is a special sting to uh not just being the person who was like I opened a business at 22 but being the person who failed a business at 22 that's the magic right there and I internalized the crap out of all that let me tell you I don't remember what it was that finally got me off the floor but it took a hot minute like I'm talking like a year and I didn't have any understanding of you know what we talk about on the podcast all the time which is the Brene Brown arena concept where you know you hit the ground and then you you rise and you you rise stronger and all that I had no idea about any of that I didn't want to do vulnerability I didn't want to do shoot I didn't want to do any of it I wanted to look around and I wanted to find the reasons why my life wasn't going the way I wanted it to and I wanted to blame the crap out of them I didn't necessarily want to fix anything but I wanted something to blame and I think we're going to get into hallmarks of warrior and hallmarks of a waif and ding one of the hallmarks of a waif is that you look around for people to blame when you hit the ground whereas a warrior hits the ground and looks around for a way to get up. <laughs> There's a big difference in that process. Um, so <clears throat> when you get up off the floor and fight, your life changes. You change. You grow and you become stronger. When you lay down and die, the world around you changes and you're a subject to those changes. You are a victim to those changes. Powerless to them. Um, and the difference here is in who you've decided to be. Um, are you a again a powerful force of change in your own life or are you a victim so some of the hallmarks of being a victim is that victims need attention from negative things because they can't make the effort to create a positive world around them instead they live in this kind of post-apocalyptic burning mansion of drama and chaos and they pitch this little crap shack tent in it and call it home and they live in that and they get weak and and all the smoke inhalation and all that you know from the the burning insanity that they surround themselves with um they do the same thing with their relationships so friends uh usually a victim is gonna or a waif uh, is going to surround themselves with weaker people, people that are more broken than them because it highlights that they're better or they're at least I'm stronger than these people. Uh, they need to feel needed because they don't have self-worth. And so um, you tend to just live in this cycle of betrayal when you're in this place because you've surrounded yourself with really crappy people who are not healthy and are making healthy choices. And so you have all these knives in your back from the people <laughs> that you've put around you as your bestest friends. And uh, they just keep stabbing because hurting people hurt people. So if uh, you needed to feel powerful and strong and capable and so you surrounded yourself with people who were in more pieces than you were, um, those people are going to damage you. And then you get more fodder for your victimhood because it's not me, Brenda. She she stabbed me in the back and she's a bad person. I just did everything to help her. And look what she did to me spitting on my friendship. You know, and it just becomes this crazy thing. Every conversation you have with people is about the victimhood of your life. Every conversation is about these people that have turned on you. 
every uh conference every situation that uh goes negatively is persecution so for instance like a victim lives in this cycle of shame like a shower you know you rinse and repeat mistakes and shortcomings until you twist every experience to fit a narrative of persecution instead of facing any facts that you could be possibly in any way responsible for the mess of your life Um, and a victim's only tool to explain the world around them is persecution that is a very big thing in this cycle is that it has to be some for a victim to kind of keep this facade this worldview uh, going up to keep the lights on in the burning mansion the fires (laughs) to keep the fires stoked you you have to have persecution you have to have people who are against you everyone has to be against you they uh you have to be turned on all the time uh, it's not me. It's not that I didn't show up to my job or I, I didn't ta- do a good job. It's not my work ethic that's really struggled, really struggled. It's uh, it's my boss. They're always on. They're always after me. They're just they're just out to get me. Everyone is out to get you when you're a victim. Whereas some hallmarks of a warrior is that instead of living in a burning house, warriors take the ashes of failure and loss and use it as the war paint for the next campaign, right? They smear that down their face and they just bare their teeth and they're like, okay, you got me this time, but I'm ready. I'm ready and I'm wiser and I learned. And they build, uh, they build their homes in living, breathing places that grow and change with them as they grow and change. Warriors embrace growth. They, they embrace discomfort. Um, and so... Uh, your hallmarks of warriors relationships are going to be people that are stronger than them, people that are healthier than them because they aren't afraid of that comparison. They aren't insecure in who they are. Um, Warriors tend to have people in their life that they trust more than themselves, whereas victims mistrust everyone Um, because, you know, everybody's going to turn on them. So, but a warrior surrounds themselves with people who are accomplishing the goals that they want to accomplish, right? They, they, climb mountains to find wisdom they find mentors um who will help carry them and 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 walk with them to the next the next line the next marathon the next battle warriors find other warriors to fight with them whereas victims are just looking around for a new brutus every single time um uh, warriors know that mistakes are part of being human and they use them as reminders for where they need to grow and change and find wisdom um, instead of it being uh, shames or marks of failure it's battle scars and it's uh, pride and and it's this is where I've been and it tells the story of who I am and that's a huge hallmark of warriors is that warriors aren't afraid of vulnerability um, they're not afraid to share their story and they're not afraid of looking weak they're not afraid because they know their own strength Whereas victims are going to hide everything. They're going to hide any dirty secrets. They're going to hide any shames, anything that they perceive as a, a weakness or a chink in armor. They're going to hide it. Um, and that in that hidden darkness, that festers. Guilt and shame just fester into these monstrous creatures in a victim's life that they let roam around their burning mansion. And every now and then when the monsters raise their ugly head and eat somebody in their lives, the victims are just like, well, it's your fault. I told you not to go to the butler's pantry, you know? Um, and so that's kind of a victim's way of explaining messes too. So when the inevitable happens in your life and you're making these really God awful messes because you're so busy blaming other people or so busy not being powerful, a waif is always going to 
explain the damage that they do as somebody else's uh, mistake. If you had only not done that, well, you triggered me. If you hadn't, um, if you hadn't made that choice, you know, whatever it is. Um, whereas a warrior takes responsibility. Uh, Danny Silk, who's a great guy, talks about relationships and stuff, just really phenomenal teacher. He talks about the paint bucket concept. So when you make a mistake or something goes wrong, especially in relationship, you have to think about it like a bucket of paint. I have been a painter for many years and I don't know if you've ever dropped a bucket of paint. I was on a roof um, painting some, some fascia and I had a bucket of primer and it was the only way I could do it was I was holding the bucket. I was perched very precariously, which if you know me, you know, I am not a graceful girl. And so I don't know why I thought I could get by with this. But it had gone well until this point. I'd done it for a day or so, and it, it, it you know, I had bolstered my courage through success. And uh, I, I slipped and I dropped that paint bucket, and white primer went all over a gray roof. There are no words for the amount of paint I had to figure out how to clean up off of t- off of you know roofing shingles. Like, let me tell you, that's a job of work. So just to put that in perspective, so when you make a mess in somebody else's life, think about it like a paint bucket. Who could paint have hit? What do I need to clean up? How big is the mess? How big was the bucket? And you go through the people in your life and ask them, did I get paint on you? Were you part of this? And you apologize and you clean up that mess. A a waif is going to say, why did you not go over my paint bucket? (laughs) And they don't know how to take responsibility. The first thing that I did when I spilled that paint on the roof after I cleaned it up was I told the the homeowners, I spilled paint. This is how I cleaned it up. This is how I'm going to fix it. This is how I'm going to make it right. And that's a hallmark of a warrior is somebody who knows how to admit imperfection, admit failure, um, and and be open. Whereas a a victim is going to try to cover it up and hide it every single time. So, now we're going to do everybody's favorite segment. What is Rosie drinking? Today, I am drinking a ginger peach Assam tea by Republic of Tea. It's mine and my favorite tea brands, and it's one of my favorite teas by them. It's just so good. The ginger and the peach is balanced so smoothly and so delicious oh it's just amazing it's very rich and it's not overpowering on the ginger and peach it's just that perfect balance really really tasty i put a little bit of like a honey in it i don't like my tea super sweet but i did i added a little bit just to give it a little a little pizzazz and it's just magnificent and i'm i'm not sponsored by republic of tea but as always you reach out to me i am here waiting <laughs> so anyways, um now I want to get into kind of my tenets of a warrior. So if I had the enthusiasm, the uh ability or the really the drive to do it, I would totally embroider like a wall hanging with these. I don't have those things. I have no skill with that sort of craft. So you're just going to have to envision what that wall hanging would look like. But these are kind of the, in my opinion, kind of the the mantras of a warrior. So one is do the thing. And I'm going to talk about that in greater detail in the next episode. 
uh, my next solo episode. We're going to talk about frog and toad and all that stuff. But for now, basically, it's just you do the thing. You don't make an excuse. You get up and you do it. Um, the second one we already talked about, and it's clean up your mess. Know how to clean up a mess. Know how to admit that you made a mess. And know what the process of healing from that is. It's basically accountability and openness. Knowing that confrontation and, and accountability are actually tools and not scary monsters. <laughs> um, uh, the third is uh, failure shows us where to grow. So instead of failure becoming this crippling disaster, I can't go on, I can't move, I'm just going to lay in this arena and bleed to death. It's saying, I, I had my, you know, my guard down on this place and I got cut. Next time I'm going to faint to the side, you know, to use, you know, bullcrap fantasy book terms. Anyway, um, failure shows us where to grow. Failure shows us where we need wisdom where we need advice and and where do we need to change um the fourth is that you shape the world you live in i'm gonna repeat that you shape the world you live in i don't care who you are or where you have come from i know that there are factors and there are things but at the end of the day it is your responsibility to build the world you want to live in in the end of the day you are responsible in the end of the day you are the one who chooses the bricks and the mortar and and the the fire of the home that you live in um the next one is be kind to yourself and believe that every morning is a new start so that is so 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 important on this because that self-loathing and that self-hatred and that I'll never get it right is very much victim wave mentality it has no place in that warrior heart that says, when I make a mistake, I'm still worthy. When I don't get my workout in, I'm still beautiful. When I don't get it right all the time, when I didn't clean up that mess very well, I'm still a good friend. I'm still a valuable person. I still have something to give. Um, that that voice in your head being positive, that affirmation being the key instead of a constant neg is so incredibly important to the warrior lifestyle um because that uh, we've talked about this before but you can't give what you don't have you only give what you have if you are constantly stabbing yourself in the back why the crap do you expect anybody else to do anything else don't cut your own legs out from under you give yourself the strength that you need believe that every morning's a new start so your goal is budgeting and you blew some money okay figure out how do i earn this back how do i get back on track how do i make better decisions today not i'm gonna spend six hours beating myself up i'm gonna spend six weeks talking about how this is why i never have success I'm going to start again today. So you ate 15 donuts and you didn't work out and you, you know, feel like garbage. Okay, let's start with drinking water and let's start with doing a workout this morning. So you blew that conversation with a friend and it didn't go well and you don't know what to do. Maybe try vulnerability and that opens into the next uh, tenet, which is hiding is for waifs. Hiding is for waifs warriors are vulnerable there's such a lie there's such a lie that says that strength is about not having weaknesses that is not even close to being true warriors show their heart and warriors tell their stories and warriors invite people into those places safe people 
granted like let's caveat here warriors invite safe healthy whole people into those places with them but on on a basic level hiding is for suckers like come on keeping your secrets and keeping um the best or the worst parts of yourself hidden just mean that the best parts of yourself starve to death for some lack of sunlight and the worst parts of yourself grow and mutate and form into these creatures of awfulness it doesn't do anybody favors it doesn't do yourself any favors it doesn't actually make people believe that you're stronger it doesn't do any of the the masking things that we wish that it did letting people in and letting people know your story and your truth and who you are letting people help you rise up out of the dirt letting people know that you know you didn't get it right every time is so important um and then um, we talked about this a little bit, but the ne- the last one is uh, warriors have a mentor. Warriors have someone they trust more than themselves. Victims uh, trust no one. <laughs> Victims mistrust everyone and everything around them. It's, it's the only thing they can do. And we talked about that and I'm not going to go back into it. But on a basic level, um, victims refuse to believe that they need somebody else's help or you know they're so busy blaming other people for their worldview or their failures or their losses um but a warrior knows that people have walked this road before them and they reach up their hand to be lifted up they look for the rope out of the hole they 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 look for warriors to fight the next battle with them they look for mentors to fight under and learn from and uh waifs believe that they already know it all and that no one would ever fight with them anyways so anyways uh that's part two of my life skills series i hope you enjoyed it let me know um on the comments on facebook what you got out of it and what you thought of it uh if you enjoyed this episode go ahead and give me a subscribe and a review on uh apple it really does make a difference and it really does kind of let me know that people are hearing and people are caring so let me know um also coming up soon i'm gonna be wanting to do a questions episode and i want to do it with my mom so it's gonna be called uh let's ask mom uh so uh start sending in questions either on facebook instagram uh even twitter i think we have a twitter for we can do it and uh let me know if you have any questions for me any questions you might want to ask a mom any questions in general comments or concerns that could be fun too Uh, and we're going to set that up pretty soon so anyways have an amazing day be that warrior get up off the ground you can fight for this you can fight for more we can do this we can do it Produced by Cherie Haynes. Social media is managed by Vivian Ellison. If you enjoyed We Can Do It, please take a minute to subscribe and review. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and keep on riveting.